You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 227. Today, we're talking to membership site owner, Andrea Ames, on the two shifts that she made to make her first launch possible. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Wednesday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's the Wednesday edition, you ask? That is where I interview amazing, extraordinary online entrepreneurs that have just experienced incredible breakthroughs in their life and business, and then as a byproduct, have experienced the results, the income and impact that comes from those breakthroughs. And today is no exception. I'm so excited to introduce to you one of my clients and students, the one, the only Andrea Ames. She is amazing. Just this like wonderful ball of energy. She and I first connected at my good buddy, Stu McLaren's Tribe Live event back in the summer of 2018. And we really connected there. And she just tells an incredible story of uh, her journey in 2018. This is for you. If you have been sitting on your hands like sitting on your dreams, like, hey, I want to do this thing, but like just to, you know, twist the knife a bit. How many episodes of my podcast have you been listening? How long have we been hanging out yet nothing's changed because you haven't, because you haven't been willing to finally take that action that exists outside your comfort zone. Do that thing that puts your butt on the line and just keep going. Well, let me just learn more. Let me acquire more. Let me get all the pieces together, connect all the dots, get the landing page, the logo, the the website, the sales page, the better software, the better system, all that stuff, the bigger list, all those things. And then I'll launch. How long have you been wasting away your life, denying the people that need your help, the help they need? Because you're telling yourself a story that you're just not ready yet. My special guest today is going to put all of those crappy beliefs and stories to rest for good once and for all. Andrea Ames just has an incredible story of two little shifts that she made in her brain that took 18 months of procrastination and turned it into massive action. So good. And now she's like unstoppable. Andrea's also got a brand new podcast that she just released called After the Sale. She's the founder of a membership program that teaches people how to increase their retention rates, reduce their refund rates called Member Keepers. Love the names. We'll link all that up in the show notes for you guys. And Andrea is just all around an amazing, extraordinary person. And I can't wait to have her on the show sharing her story. So without further ado, let's roll that interview right now. All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode. I'm here joined with my good friend, Andrea Ames. Andrea, how you doing? I'm doing so great, James. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm, I've been really excited for some time to share your story. I think it's a great story, and it's a very recent story, 
And I want to just start with like the headline. The headline is that Andrea here, and correct me if I say anything inaccurate, because I want this to be as accurate as humanly possible. You know, it's very easy to get like, and I get it. I do it too. So I'm just going to acknowledge that really caught up with these big launch numbers. Like I made $25 million launch this week. And, and yesterday I like blew my nose and another 15 million came out. I get it. I get it. Today we're going to share real and raw and just like, boom. Now, not that those other numbers aren't, aren't real necessarily, but it's what are called vanity metrics, you know, and it's, the surface and the byproduct of someone spending 11 years of their life dedicated to something. And there's a lot of momentum behind that. Today is the story of somebody who has a very successful corporate background. How many years were you in, in the corporate world? 35 minus eight. I was a freelancer <laughs> okay. for eight years, somewhere in the middle. 20, but for, the, for the most part, thirty about 35 20, years. 22? Okay. 35 years. So just think about that. It's 35 years of corporate influence. Brainwashing. They brainwashed her. <laughs> 35 years of corporate momentum. And then 18 months of a seed of a desire born within Andrea of wanting to launch her own business and do her own thing. 18 months but also 18 months of no launching, no putting it out there. No, I don't want to say no action because that's probably not fair to say, but no put your butt on the line, skin in the game action. That's fair. And then in September of this last year, in three weeks with no list, in three weeks, did her first launch, got nine people in, which was a 50% conversion rate on her very first launch. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. I feel like it needs dramatic music. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. From like nothing, no, no action, not just sitting, waiting. Not, it's not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. I don't have enough information. I don't know. I don't have the permission yet to boom, launch it in three weeks with no list and got nine people in out of 19, like just about a 50% conversion rate, no list, three weeks. For your very first offer, what was the offer? Like how much really quick? The offer was for a membership program, $39 a month mm -hmm. or $390 per year. So first nine members into membership without a list in three weeks. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because what I like to concern myself with is performance. And what was getting, this is where we're going to start with this. And by the way, a big thing that Andrew's going to bring up is like how fun this was, how light and how effortless, which was probably very contradictory to how you thought it was going to go. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, great. Yes. So what I'm concerned with, with when I'm coaching with my clients and my students is performance or rather what's inhibiting performance, what's getting in the way. So there had been a lot of inaction for you. And Andrew, you're a very smart person. You attend a ton of events. You learn a lot. You've got this huge history behind you. What would you have to say was getting in the way and preventing you from launching and putting it out there? The two things that come to mind first is I certainly thought I had all the things when I came out of corporate in July of 2017, but I felt like there was more I needed. I didn't have the list of I didn't haves was super long. I didn't have a sales page. I didn't have a list. I hadn't ever done a sales webinar. All the things there, that I- Therefore, therefore what? Therefore, I was not ready. Yeah. 
I had to put all these things in place. I'd have mm-hmm. all the ducks lined up yep. before I could tell anyone about the program or start a launch. Yep. Now for our listeners, can you hear yourself and Andrea? Are you telling yourself the same story? I don't have this yet. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I, oh, and this guru tells me I need this. And that guy tells me this. And she tells me I need that. I don't have these things. Therefore, I'm not ready. Therefore, I'm going to delay my dreams. And that's what had been going on for about 18 months. Okay. So the, the big question I have for you is something shifted, something changed. Did you get all these things? Did you go out and... No. Okay, so what made... <laughs> I don't think I got any of them. I love that. So what made the difference? You know, I think I had two big shifts. Okay. The first one... So let me take just one step back and say that my original business plan was to create a coaching program for content professionals, people who are like me in corporate. Mm-hmm and who needed to grow their leadership skills and become better content people. Got it. And for a year, that felt super heavy. And there were a lot of things about these people that I'd known for 35 years. I'd done a ton of public speaking. There were people that would come to conferences to see me. So I had this great audience, but I felt like I had been giving it away for 20, 25 years. And now I was going to ask them to buy this Mm. knowledge and experience. Mm -hmm. And that to me just felt so heavy. So I am a member of Stu McLaren's tribe course and membership. He's an okay guy. He's a, you know, he's an okay guy. (laughs) I went to tribe live Mm -hmm. and at tribe live, I had been going, it was my second year in 2018. And I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs. Content was a big issue for them. Mm. And, I thought, wow, I really loved helping them and talking to them about these issues. And I decided, wait, corporate and these corporate employees feel super heavy. Why don't I help entrepreneurs instead? And that was actually a big shift for me because it actually did feel easier to try to sell to people I didn't know, which was very kind of probably somewhat telling, but certainly interesting. Yeah. And then I started saying, okay, well now I need, and then the list of all the things I need started to come up. I need a Facebook group. I need an audience. I need lots of Facebook lives. I need to, you know, do ads. I need to have a list, et cetera. And I spent from the end of June to the middle of August kind of churning on, okay, now I've got a totally different audience. I'm really selling online now, right? This is not just the halfway selling online. This is like fully all in. Mm. And I attended the BBD next level retreat retreat in the middle of August. And I thought at the time that the thing that was really concerning me was the fact that I had done all this stuff in corporate, lots of live workshops. I've been teaching for 20, 25 years, keynoting, speaking on stage. And I just wanted to start a podcast. Just wanted to start a podcast, wanted to do some Facebook lives. This should be so easy for me. I've done it in front of thousands of people, actually. I've had big audiences doing a podcast, doing a Facebook live. This should be like falling off a log. And I could not get out of my own way. Wow. So I came to that retreat with one question in mind. You said, we're going to talk about mindset, people. This is not going to be about funnels and whatever. And how to start a podcast. You already know how to do it. how to start a podcast, right? It was not going to teach me mechanics, but I came to that retreat with one question in my head. Mm. I wanted to answer for myself, why can I not get these things started? Mm. Like, what is 
the sticking point in my brain that is keeping me from rolling forward on this. And my second big breakthrough was I was afraid that no one would show up. Mm -hmm. No one would listen to my podcast. No one would show up for my Facebook lives. And the exercise that you had us do, I remember this so clearly, you said, if you had everything and all the confidence in the world, list the five things that you should be doing right now in your business. There's no barrier. You have it all. And so I, of course, listed the podcast. Then you had us exchange the list with the person. <laughs> yep. And that person had to pick something off the list yep. and tell us that was the thing we were going to do by the end of the next day. Yep. Like literally maybe 30 <laughs> hours, 36 oh, hours. Oh, in, in my mind, I'm like, oh, these, these guys are screwed. They have no idea what I'm about to pull on them. Yep. Well, I have to tell you, my partner like immediately broke down in tears. Mm. I was like, oh, it was really traumatic. I mean, yep. I didn't cry at that moment, but like I felt my chest tighten. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. thought, oh, I'm really going to have to do this now. Yep. And so podcasting, not really possible to start that in 24 hours, but I had Facebook lives on my list and I had never done a Facebook live. So my partner said, you're going to do a Facebook live. And I'll tell you, I went back to the hotel that night and for two hours I paced around. I talked to myself. I'm like, Andrea, like two minutes. You don't, it doesn't even have to be long. And I said, you're just, just pick a topic and go. And I thought all the things that were going through my head were I'm in Pacific time. It's like 1 a.m. Eastern time. That's where all my people are. No one is going to show up live. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to advertise that I'm going to go live. No one's going to show up. No one's going to show up. No one's going to show so up. So you're even noticing that you were talking yourself out of it very logically too, right? And this is for our listeners. Oh, totally. How the fear will mask itself with all this logic. Well, it's not the right time and I didn't prep enough and I didn't promote it. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. And so I said, screw it, girl. <laughs> Write three bullet points that all correlate to one main thesis and sit down and give a five minute presentation. Yeah. And so I did. My hotel room was dark. It's a crazy looking thing. When I was done, I was actually like, hey, not too bad. Like just listening to it. But of course, no one was on live. And I said, you know what? Whatever. So I went to bed. I got up the next morning. I get in the Uber and I pull out my phone and I'm like, let's check on my Facebook live. And I looked and 24 people had watched it. Yes. And I, it hit me. It was like literally like hitting, getting hit with a bolt of lightning. Oh my God. That was the thing that was killing me was that no one would, somebody saw it. And so I got to the retreat. And you said, hey, reflections from yesterday and boom, like my hand was up before it was like a <laughs> physical response. Yeah. It was it was like a reflex. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. And I I told my story. and I was like, I realized I was afraid no one would show up. Mm -hmm. No one would listen. No one would watch. No one would be there. I would have like I would not exist yeah. if I did this. And it was huge. I mean, a big damn burst for me, a mm -hmm. huge damn burst for me. And three weeks later, I had nine people in my membership yep. and I had spent four days literally high on adrenaline from mm. the excitement of this during launch that, that launch. I just loved. So this is awesome and so powerful. So first of all, congrats. This is like so, so amazing. But I want to go back because I know that you're not alone 
and that other people listening can be like, oh, yeah, I have that same fear. And I want to challenge that Andrea is actually saying something rather inaccurate, and she doesn't even know that she's saying it inaccurate, which is she said she had the fear that no one would show up. Now, if we really dive in for a second, and other people might say, yeah, that's my fear too. I'm going to challenge you guys listening that that's actually not the case because you not doing a Facebook Live already means no one's going to show up. Not doing a webinar means no one's going to show up. And so that's the results you're already getting is no one is showing up. What we're really afraid of is something deeper. And we're going to look and see if you can kind of recall back to that time in August while you were pacing around the, the hotel room about ready to do the Facebook Live. If let's say no one did show up, what, what were you already making that mean about yourself if no one showed up? Yeah, I was totally thinking if no one shows up, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. I don't exist. Like yeah. literally erasure yeah. is really the the feeling. Like if no one's there to validate me, mm-hmm. to say you exist, then maybe I don't exist. Mm. Maybe I'm not important. Yep. I'm not here. There yep. is no reason for anyone to want to see or hear me. Yep. So you tell me if I'm onto something, Andrea, but is it really a matter of you being afraid that no one would show up or is it really, this was a fear that knowing that you would have evidence that you are not valid and not important. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And that if no one showed up, there's evidence, there's proof of our deepest, right. darkest fear that I don't exist. I don't matter. I'm not important. I'm not valid. And that's, absolutely. that's the fear. Because no one was already showing up. <laughs> no one was, exactly. there was already no one showing up because you weren't doing anything to have people either say yes or no to show up in the first place. Yeah. There was nothing to show up to. Yeah. And here's, here's what I think is really insidious about that. Because I was already using logic mm-hmm. to tell myself I shouldn't do it because of all these reasons. And if no one showed up, that's like data. That's not an opinion. Exactly. Right. Right. My brain is going to turn that into empirical proof. Mm -hmm. And it's just not true. Yeah. So and then the other way to look at this, too, is does that mean that you are important if people do show up? Does that mean the only way that the only way that you are important, Andrea, is when people show up to your stuff? Yeah, it's interesting. That's certainly what the logical conclusion Mm -hmm. would be. But it's pretty illogical, right? Are you only a valid human being? And you're only valid in your existence as a living, breathing, with a pulse human being if someone shows up to Facebook Live. That's what that's what that's what makes us valid. Facebook Lives have been around for like two or three years. Human beings have been around for God knows how long. But this is the indicator. Launches and promotions are the indicator of what determines our value, our importance, and our validity. Yeah. It's silly. It's so silly. You you don't look at, and I always love using this example because it kind of shocks some people a bit, but you don't look at a newborn baby who's never done a Facebook live and say, sorry, baby, but you're just not valid. You're not important. It's never in question. It's never being threatened and definitely has nothing to do. It does not correlate it in the slightest to a launch, especially your first one, folks. And I remember there was something else I want to bring up because, so Andrea had this breakthrough and she left the retreat and she's like, going into action. Now the breakthrough happened because she realized, whoa, my validity and importance is not at stake here. It's not being threatened. So 
why would I be afraid of putting something out there? Why would he be afraid if no one's going to not show up or not, right? And so she went to work and we had a follow-up call two or three weeks later and she had she had just done a simple strategy of launching a Facebook group and how many people joined the group? Was it like 20 like or 12? I think okay. I had 12 people at that point. So yeah. 12 people had joined the group in less than three weeks and she was already starting to go back into that old story. Do you remember that? You're like... <laughs> I didn't get enough people. So now it's people are showing up, but not enough. <laughs> and then you told this story of, is it even worth, is it even worth it at all to launch this? I think the exact question I asked you, because I said, look, James, yeah. all I want is to launch and get a baseline, right? Yep, yep. I had learned how to turn my, my logical brain in my favor. Yeah. And I said, great, we can think about this logically. Let's get some baseline numbers. Right. Let's do it once yep. and see what happens, uh -huh. right? So James, all I want is a baseline. No failure, learning, mm -hmm. right? But will I learn anything? I remember this question. <laughs> will I learn anything if no one shows up to my webinar yep. and I don't have any way to advertise my webinar and I can't do Facebook ads? And I like started to spin, right? Yep. <laughs> and that's your very smart, analytical, logical brain trying to give you logic to talk you out of your dreams. Exactly. Oh, James, okay, I can get behind this new idea that <laughs> every time you launch, you're either going to get the results you wanted or the data and lesson you needed. But if no one buys, will I get any data at all? Is it even worth doing? I shouldn't do it. And... I don't know what I said. I don't, I blank when I, when I talk. You said, <laughs> will you learn anything? Yeah. <laughs> will you learn anything? Of course you'll learn. <laughs> and you had already learned so much and you hadn't even launched yet. But I remember I said, we're going to create a new goal for you. The goal isn't how many members. The goal, and that, this is a big thing. People just get so screwy with goals. It isn't, okay, I'm going to get 20 members or 10 members, whatever. The goal is just to do it. That's the goal. Just do it. And that's the win. If you actually complete this and do what you said you were going to do, that is the success, not the results, because that's just a byproduct of action that, by the way, someone buying is outside of your control. That's a decision that goes on in their brain, not yours, theirs. So it's out of your control anyways. But what you do have control over, Andrea, is am I going to do this and go through with it, follow through or not? And you did. I did Boom. because I you said... What do you really need? And I said, well, I need people. And you said, okay, do you know some people? And I said, <laughs> yes. And I said, I need a webinar. And you said, okay, do you have a webinar? And I said, yes. And you said, what else do you need? And I said, that's kind of it. A way to and, be, for people to pay you. Done. You know, check out yeah, yeah. Done. I, that's it. You said yep. a way for people to pay you. I said, yes, I have a cart page. Yep. So I had no sales page. Yep. I had no real list. Yep. I had a few people in my Facebook group and I literally posted my launch, the webinar links to register in my Facebook group. I contacted some people on Messenger individually, like really me typing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a bot Yeah. who had said they were interested and said, hey, I'm going to have this webinar. Here's the link. And boom, I had suddenly people registering for my webinars. It was awesome. 
I mean, just the most complicated, advanced strategy for building a business. It, it really is. And so people like really, you know, strap in because this is really complicated stuff. Yeah. People on a webinar and a, and a cart page. Launch first, ask questions later. I think that's the that's new right. motto right here. Because look, okay, so I watch. I want you guys to listen to where I'm going to go next with this. Because after that was finished... What did that make available? Like, who were you after that launch? What changed? How are you seeing your business now? Well, first, I realized that not only were launches not impossible, scary, I couldn't do it without all the things, yeah. but I discovered I loved it. Mm. There is nothing I love more than getting live on a webinar or in a Q&A yeah. and just like, laying some good knowledge on yeah. people and having a discussion but what about I'm, something. What important. I'm hearing though, f even from that answer, and I'm sure our listeners can hear that too, is there's no presence of I'm afraid no one's going to show up. It's I love doing this and I'm going to do it because I love it and someone can show up or not. I don't really give a damn because I love what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing and I know it's really important. Mm. That was the other thing that really shifted oh, for me yeah. during the launch. I started into my teaching in the webinar. Yep. And by the time, and that was the other thing. Like I was so upfront with people about, I'm opening my program. That was the first thing I told yeah. people. And the second thing I said was, and I'm having a webinar. Come join me for the webinar. It'll be super fun. But the important thing is I'm launching my program. So the pressure was off. Like people talk about on their webinar and I'm like a huge Amy Porterfield, like fangirl. I've got her webinar course. And I know that a lot of people talk in her group about the transition, right? Between the teaching and the selling. The pivot. Yes. The pivot. I mean, it was nothing for me mm -hmm. because they already knew why yeah. they were there. I basically started up front. Hey, I'm so excited. I'm launching my program and I want to tell you about this thing that relates. And then at the end I said, and if you love this and you want to work further with me, let me tell you about my program. Yep. And so there was just no, I didn't feel salesy. There was no pressure. There was no fear. The mm -hmm. transition was super smooth. And I realized as I got talking about my program, I was as excited talking about my program as I was doing the teaching. Yep. I would talk about it. I'm like, and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And you're going to get this great founder pricing and we're going to build it together. And you're like, I want to buy this. <laughs> I should get this myself. This is so good. Yeah, exactly. God, this sounds great. Exactly. <laughs> I so love that. I, that was a huge mm -hmm. eye opener for me because I had spent, let's face it, I had spent by that time almost two years talking myself into the belief that I could not sell. Wow. Hard. I had spent so much time telling myself, you're not a salesperson. Yeah. I mean, think about it. My focus has always been post-sales. I have always avoided the sales side of things like the plague mm -hmm. in my corporate career. And I had convinced myself, you can't sell. And you know what? I didn't sell. So what's your new, I what's serve. your, yeah, thank you. So I was going to ask, what is your new story in relationship with selling? I was totally serving. Yeah. And what was really cool is, and I think especially if there are folks in your audience who are in corporate or have been in corporate, you are deep, deep, knowledgeable people about whatever your thing is. And we forget <laughs> there are people out there 
who don't know anything about it. And I got on this webinar and I'm teaching things that I at first thought, is this going to be too basic? Hmm. And people were loving it. Yep. They were eating it up. Oh my God, this is so valuable. I mean, it was amazing. And I thought the more that I heard that and saw that and the more excited I got about the education piece, the more I could get excited about, holy cow, this program is going to blow your socks off, right? I just felt so deeply in my gut by the time mm. I got to talking about the program that this was life-changing for them. Yeah. This is going to be business-changing and life-changing. And I would totally be doing them a disservice if I did not tell them about it. So if, I, if, if you're standing here right now, this is now, what, four months later, and I could invite the August version of Andrea to come sit with us, I can imagine we'd have, because I remember that version, we'd have a very different person here. Yes. Someone who was very logically talking themselves out of, of what they wanted to do, had some fears. And now someone who's just like lit up, excited and fearless about what's next. So here's my next question for you. You know, you started with one of the big things that was really having you hesitate and not take action was all these stories of, I didn't have X, Y, Z. I don't have the list yet. I don't have the proper sales page. I don't have the fancy logo. I don't have all these things. Knowing what you know now and having the experience that you've had now and you know, I don't want to lead you in this. I really want you to answer honestly. Do you wish that you spent more time building your list, getting the sales page and all those things in order first before you launched? So not the building piece, but the thing I regret is not getting more content out and not because it was before the launch or it would be building my audience but just like my passion is sharing what I think is super important and helpful with people. Mm -hmm. I've been doing it for so long. Like I can't stop. I go to conferences. People ask me a question. Forget it. You better be ready to sit down and have a beer with me because I'm going <laughs> to keep going. Yeah. And for me, there was so much holding me back from doing this thing that I was felt really driven to do. And that's my regret. My regret is not breaking through that sooner so that I was out there just sharing what I know right. to be important with people. Sure. But in terms of that being before the launch, after the launch, or having anything to do with making the launch more successful, I don't see that as that relevant from the perspective of yeah. having all the things. I totally get that. So I guess in another way is like for someone who's listening, who's in a similar position as you were, who's being held back because they say my list isn't big enough. I don't have enough content out there to perceive me as the expert. Would you, because there's always a choice, you know, would you advise them, you know, just launch with what you got now? Or would you say spend six months to a year getting all that stuff and then launching? I would absolutely say just launch with what you have now yeah. because so here are some logical results of my launch. Oh, good. I have 40 people on my email list. Mm hmm. I have content. Nope. I, you know, I have more stories to talk about. I mean, one of the things that was holding me back from an entrepreneurial launch was I don't have that much experience as an entrepreneur. Am I credible? I've 35 years in corporate, a lot of business experience. I know from which I speak. However, I'm not an entrepreneur. Am I credible? You know what? Now I've got people 
who are saying, love this, Andrea, this is so helpful. You know, you're really helping drive my business, et cetera. I would say now I'm feeling and have the data to say I'm credible. So I'm going to have testimonials, like all the things I wanted to have for my launch yeah. are coming out of on the back end of the Whereas launch. people wait for that first before they, yeah, it's backwards. Exactly. Plus. Well, and I'll, t- I'll tell you one other thing. Sure. And that is, and I know this is somewhat against advice of every like superstar entrepreneur I listen to and so on. However, the big thing I wanted to do when I left my corporate job was start this coaching program for employees that were like me. And it felt super heavy. I went through my entrepreneurial launch in September. And in November, I launched a coaching program for entrepreneurs with a cart page, an FAQ, a PDF FAQ, and a presentation at a live conference. So now it's like, I want to do this. Hot damn. I'm on it. I'm just going to do it. It's not like I didn't even think twice about you can't do this. And in fact, it's the very first time the big new thing for me was it was the very first time I had ever sold from stage. Mm. I'd done a lot of presentations, but here I was actually selling something from stage and I got equally interesting results. There were 80 people at this conference. I got 14 into a little lunch meeting and I got five people out of that to apply. And the program is $1,250. Yeah. We're not talking about a $390 program here. Yeah. We're talking about $1,250 for six months, not mm-hmm. $390 for 12. Mm-hmm. So to me, I feel like, again, that first launch and cutting the cycle of all those crazy stories I can't sell, I don't have everything really just like burst the dam for me yes and gave so why me would you want to wait right why would anyone want to wait even why? longer burst that dam now and get going on going exactly i love it i love it so this has been amazing andrea this is gonna inspire so many people because i think it's just such a great story to wrap this up and be mindful of time any last like words of advice, thoughts, or anything that's just kind of coming up for you for our listeners that may be in a similar situation that you were just six months ago Well, I know for me that it was hard for me to do it on my own. I was really trying to make all this work and motivate myself and push myself all by myself. And I had been very much in the structure of corporate, which I think made it a lot harder. I was also super tired and I kept saying, well, I'm burnt out. So it was an easy excuse to not hold myself accountable. And I think, again, the really big trigger for me, the big dam bursting was joining BBD Mm. and getting a coach, right? I mean, it may not be you for people. For me, as you know, I met you at Tribe Live and came up to you and said, I binged on your podcast (laughs) and like, you're the guy. And now you're on it. How's that for for a full circle? Now I'm on it. Like, how is that for... In six months. In six months. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It is. It's totally awesome. And I think that the most important thing that I would leave people with is, you know, Don't try to do it on your own. If you're struggling, find someone you trust who's building the kind of community that you need to help you and jump into that and be completely open. Like I came to the mindset retreat as a, I mean, my background is in technical writing. Okay. It does not get much more rational than that. Mm -hmm. And I came in and said, 
brain is like on the outside of my head here. I have to like open completely and be ready to do whatever these people tell me to do during this time. (laughs) And you did. And you did. That's what's going to make the difference. I need to be like the ultimately coachable person. So find the right person you trust. Make sure it's somebody who's really collecting around them the environment, the space, the community that's going to nurture where you are and then give yourself over to that process. Mm. Really give yourself over to it. And I want to really echo what Andrea said. Number one, this is not in any way a pitch or plug for what I'm selling, but it is a pitch or a plug for just getting the gosh darn support you need. What is up with this like self-martyr where we're like, I need to make it harder. I need this to be more of a struggle. I need to do it all myself and I can't let anybody help me. Just get your ego out of the way for a second. There's no one that got to where they are. That's a place that you want to be all by themselves. The more you look and the more you pay attention, the more you'll see there was masterminds, coaches, mentors, advisors, and a support system and I've, I mean, I've invested hundreds of thousands, if not millions at this point in coaches, masterminds and mentors. I mean, we buy, like, it's funny in here what I see now, which is happening, which is like, I'm kind of just like, well, you know, you're screwed if you keep holding on to these beliefs. But people are like, oh, I hate courses. I'm so overwhelmed with courses. No more courses. And like, we're probably buying a course or two a week right now. I don't go through all of them myself, but I give them to members of my team. Now I have that at my disposal. That's why we're getting so many, but it's like Neo in the matrix where you can just download years of someone else's experience and then just go, boom, go to work with it. It's like, if I had to choose between going through a few hours of content to learn what someone took years or spend years to do it myself, uh, hello, hours over years, folks. And so like, just, that's just such another additional reminder is like get support somewhere. You know, this is our first case study of 2019, sharing someone's huge breakthrough in 2019. And we are going to watch Andrea and what she accomplishes in the next 12 months and where she is this time next year is just going to blow your minds because she's on a path of massive momentum now. And she's even admitting like she needed support. It's not a testament to me or my program. It's a testament to you need support. If you've never done it before, you need someone, something, somehow to do it. Why would you make that gap from where you want to be by the end of this year even bigger than it needs to be? Why would you make it riskier? Why would you make it harder? Why would you make it more time-consuming, more stressful, more of a struggle? It's like there's no <laughs> there's no shortage of coaches, courses, and programs out there, guys. It's not like, oh, if there was only a coaching program that could help me, you know? <laughs> it's so silly. So we're doing this to ourselves. Stop being the masochist. Stop being the martyr that you don't need to be and just make your life and your business easier and more simple. Well, and not that people need permission, but I will say I need to thank you because you've said several times buying courses and not necessarily finishing them, but taking what you need from them mm, and moving forward totally. is so legit. And I always yeah. felt like kind of a course hoarder. I'm like, yeah. And I listened to 20 minutes of this. It gave me exactly what I needed. And, you know, and I was able to bring all of that into, the, I think that's one of the reasons that I was able to move so quickly because I didn't have to go, oh, I got to go look this up or look that up. I'm like, yes, I've done Amy Porterfield's webinar program. 
I remember it. I actually built a deck already. Mm-hmm. So now I know how to do that. And boom, in three weeks I was going. So I think I want to thank you for at least making me feel <laughs> at the retreat. Four of us went to dinner and one of us said, uh, I think I've got more than 35 programs. Anyone beat that? <laughs> you said we that someone else having, said that. Yeah, we were kind of having a little competition about yeah. who's bought the most courses yeah. and programs. And it's, you know, I think it's really important to find those things that are really going to help you take action, get out of your own way and just do those things. Now that it's so funny because I listened to this binged on Amy and you and all these podcasts and people. It's like the message is always there. Take action, take action, take action. And now that I have, I'm like, you know, the converted <laughs> take smoker, action. right? I'm the, I'm the person who quit yeah. smoking. You got to take action. Yeah. But it's once you've done it, you really only have to do it once. And mm. then you're a total believer. So yeah, get the support you need. Take some action. You're going to feel so much better. I love it. I love it, Andrea. And I do want to wrap up by saying that, yes, it's so easy for someone like me or Andrea to even just be like, hey, just take action. And what Andrea also did that really made a difference is she went to that event saying, I have a question. What is preventing me from taking action? And that is the question that you should be all coming obsessed about. What's getting in the way for me? How am I holding myself up? And by the way, no one's doing it to you. No one's locking you in a prison cell and saying, you can't do this. It's all in our own head. So we need to figure that out. And we're all on our own journey to discover how we're getting in our own way. So Andrew is just another wonderful, beautiful example of someone who got unlocked from that, that self-imprisonment. And is now unleashed and free. So well done, Andrea. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Really quickly, how can people learn more about you or keep in touch with you? Well, I help entrepreneurs with information products do better with their customer retention. And I have just launched a brand new podcast. It's called After the Sale. So if you go to afterthesalepodcast.com, you can check out the podcast. And my program is called Member Keepers. So if you go to memberkeepers.com, depending on when when this comes out, I may be launching again. Nice. Or you can join my wait list. And if you join my wait list, you know, join my wait list to get in my launch. Because I'm happy to answer questions about what I'm doing in my launch. And you can see how I'm doing my webinars and my Q&As and stuff. I would invite anyone who's interested. Just come along for the ride. It's super fun. I love it. And I love your, your names. After the sale, what a great name. And member keepers. So good. So good. So, I, I do come from a writing background, yeah. so I got to be good at the naming or I'm falling down on the <laughs> No, well, you, you A plus in my book. So we'll, <laughs> we'll link all that up in the show notes for you guys so you can uh, head on over to check out Andrea's new podcast. Very exciting. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Very awesome. And thank you guys so much. Thank you, Andrea, so much. And we'll see you guys all on the next episode of Mind Your Business Podcast. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I wanna show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life. 
and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.